Thanks for joining us. We just wanted to provide the following disclaimer. Many of our episodes were recorded prior to the start of the Screen Actors Guild and Writers Guild's ongoing labor dispute. We wanted to warn you, as there is a ban on promoting projects in podcasts currently for any striking actors, we totally support the ongoing labor action and both the Writers Guild and the Screen Actors Guild in their dispute. We just wanted to make this clear, and once we have moved past those pre-recorded episodes, we will no longer continue to discuss ongoing or upcoming projects. Thank you for your time, and please enjoy the show. Sandwich. If I called a hot dog a sandwich, do you think that you'd be fine with it? If not, then why? Let's bust this wide. Mary, Carrie, Kelly, Matt, oh my, is a sandwich? Well, let's decide. Welcome to season five, and welcome to the Cola Wars. Order <laughs> <Put her> up. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> We're taking people on a journey in season five. So <laughs> to the deep dark soda waters. Oh my. <laughs> I love it. Hello, listeners. I am your friend, your pal, Kelly's and Nickus, and I am joined as always by my friends and my pals and yours as well, Matt and Mary and Carrie. Friends, how are how are we feeling about uh I gotta do a check-in about the the pineapple on pizza from last season? Have Mary, have you come to terms with the fact that you didn't win i didn't win and you know what that's okay i i I can be an okay loser about it i um still don't understand why people like hot fruit to quote one of our guests a pizza and i can tell you because i am italian by marriage that Mm -hmm. my family the italian side of my family is outraged that's what i could say Okay. Wow. <laughs> well, well, we'll have to like extend a peace office offering like some margarita pizzas to your entire family. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing is going to repair this. I, I don't think, but it's okay. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. It's, it's sorry. quite a rift. <laughs> well, hopefully this season, because we're going to go into the beverage side of things mm-hmm. uh, for this season, maybe I'm curious to know, uh, listeners at home, so what we're doing is we're going to talk about how you say, uh, or or what do you say, rather? Do you say soda, pop, or soda pop? And I'm very curious how this is going to go. I think it's going to be very regional-based, because I think Mm -hmm. we all say it differently. Carrie, what what do you think Canada is going to say for this one? Well... I live in Toronto, the center of the universe, so I don't. I can't speak for all of Canada. I say pop. Uh, I do code switch when I go to America yes. and say soda, and then I feel kind of you know kind of like one of those kids on an after school special or something. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm thinking Canada might go pop, uh, and I don't know if it's varying by province i think the states might have a bit more variance yeah i'm i'm on team pop as well what about you matt uh well i mean i lived in bc as a little kid and i visited the east coast and like so i can say like in the middle of the country on and on both sides 
it's been pop. Mm-hmm. So I think Canada is kind of a clean sweep for pop across the, yeah. across the nation. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I think America is the, you got all sorts of regional variances going on there. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Mary? You grew up on the East Coast. You are now West Coast. Do you, have you been code switching? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's soda all the way. And I got to tell you when I, sorry, Canadians, I love you. When oh. I hear pop, I get a little cringy. Like I feel oh. like, I feel like really kids, you're trying to be too different for me. Soda, soda uh-huh. all the way. Um, and I'm a little suspicious uh, of the South because they, they say soda, all soda is a Coke. So, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So if they want a Sprite, they'd say, you know, I like a Coke. Well, that's really confusing. So uh-huh. I feel like <laughs> yeah. I think we need to use the show to talk to the South and say, come on, it, it, I'd be happy if they said pop. At least I know what they were talking right. about. So exactly. it is well, confusing. Yeah, That's very confusing, but hopefully we'll be able to. Uh, I know there's a lot of contentious issues all over this great <laughs> continent, but hopefully we'll be able to, you know, mend a bridge here. Uh, but let's get started as we do uh, with uh, our uh, our one and only Nat. What do you have popping up for facts for episode one? <laughs> okay, well, that's this is what popped into my onto my radar. Um, products get their names from the strangest way things. Mountain Dew, for example, uh, was made by Tennesseans who named it after the Tennessee nickname for Moonshine. Starbucks's founders uh, were humanities nerds and named their brand after of the first mate in Moby Dick. Starbuck, <laughs> and no, not the Battlestar Galactica character of the same name. And the weird name origins are also strong in the Pepsi brand. Pepsi Cola was in- invented by a North Carolina druggist with a pretty badass name himself, uh, Caleb Davis Bradham. Um, oh. I mean, uh, Caleb, you know, that, that name just screams trouble. Uh, yeah. In 1893, he originally sold his Brad's drink at the soda fountain from his store. And I'll never get used to the fact that there were people who, uh, who once gave you medication that were basically... Giving you pop like soda jerks are your pharmacists so weird, um, <laughs> but it consisted of sugar, water, caramel, lemon oil, nutmeg, cola nuts, and a few other ingredients. After five years of selling his self-named drink, he decided to rename it Pepsi Cola because he thought it would fend off dyspepsia, also known as indigestion. Mm. Um, and not just because the fact that drinking something called Brad's drink was slightly <laughs> weird. Um, yeah. Now, um, Coke also has its own sordid history. Created in 1886 and marketed as a temperance drink, uh, alternative to alcohol, because sure, alcohol is illegal, but cocaine sure as heck wasn't. It was also an elaborate tax avoidance scam, um, a, a, tra- a tradition as rich as rich people who practice the tradition. Um, alcohol was re- heavily taxed in the 19th century. Mm. Coca-Cola wanted you to know it wasn't full of booze, even though it 
was full of cocaine. Uh, <laughs> Coca-Cola spokesperson, um, they told Business Insider, uh, we began painting our barrels red so that tax agents could distinguish them from alcohol during transport. Hmm. The, this, this color continues to define the brand and the Christmas holidays to this day. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. I wonder if Coke ever thought of going with no filler, all cocaine. (laughs) 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 And Brad's drink. Brad's drink. Changed the name. That's hilarious. That's just. It'd be weird to go to a, a place and order that. Hey, can I have some, can I have a Brad's drink? Can I have a diet Brad? <laughs> Cherry bread. <laughs> it just grows. The marketing material in my uh, that I'm imagining in my head is very disturbing. Oh, this in, in Brad, is- diet Brad is like this hulked out guy in like short shorts. Like you could be diet like me. Oh my god! No, I see him in kind of a '70s leisure suit for some reason. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. Yeah, I like that. Uh, who's that guy? Um, when I. DeSecchi's? What? Oh, yeah. yes. That's most interesting I, man in the world. Yes. I, that would be Brad. Uh, <laughs> All and the fact friends. that it was medicine, Kelly. Yes. I mean, you know, today, the doctors of today would not prescribe me, you know, a six pack of Coke to fix mm. my lazy eye. They're not going to do that. <laughs> No one's going to say, take two Mountain Dews and call me in the morning. (laughs) All right, friends. I think think we're bubbling to get started on season five. This is episode one of Order Up. Hey, Kelly, who's our guest today? All right. We are starting off a brand new season. Uh, I was going to say Snap. Crackle Pop, but that's not a, a soda reference whatsoever. <laughs> we need to hire new writers. Um, speaking of, our guest for our first episode today is a fantastic writer, uh, television writer, and producer who has experience in comedy. You know, may have heard their words on CTV's Jan or CBC's Sort of. We've got procedural drama. Uh, CBC's The Corner and Digstown are a couple of their credits. Um, also, youth programming, you know, like YTV's popularity papers, and some fun genres like Shudder's Slasher. Um, I love putting those two together. <laughs> Our guest today is a very proud member of the 2SLGBTQ plus and BIPOC communities. They are committed to diversity and inclusion in all of their work, and we are delighted that they're starting off a new season with us. Please give it up. For JP LaRock. Yay! Yay! Thank you for having me. What an excellent transition you did from kind of leading into my bio from writing. I was, that was very you. artful. I very artful. School, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. I went to film school, so. Nice. <laughs> well, we are delighted you are here, and I'm going to hand it over uh, to my fabulous co host, Carrie, who's going to ask you five ridiculously hard questions just (laughs) super tough i am gonna ask the five hard-hitting questions but before we do i just wondered jp do you have any thoughts on our uh facts that matt shared with us today 
yeah, like I the the dyspepsia thing was kind of mind blowing. So I was like, oh my god, like their entire brand is built around like dyspepsia. <laughs> you, know, like, you know what I mean? Like it's like and, and if you if they were to go back to rebranding themselves authentically to like their brand, they would just call themselves dyspepsia. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you should just call it stomach ache water or something yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just it's i mean i i feel like i, I knew about um coke like i knew coke had started as this kind of like medication of sorts yeah. but i didn't realize that all all of these pops have some root in like somebody being like this sugar water is gonna solve your problems <laughs> like, <laughs> i know right it makes sense though i mean like you it drink does. a pop and like you're like oh this is like vaguely medicinal right because it doesn't yes. taste natural right so you're like okay maybe it has some kind of restorative properties it makes you hyper right so yeah it absolutely does yeah. and i've got to say i love how like you know things are coming back in style like you know scrunchies and maybe rotary phones will be a thing again i think we should bring back the original name of pepsi i, think I agree i agree i just want to see like a you know like a beyonce or like a spice girl just dancing around and then you know behind them like a big screen that just says dyspepsia <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, it just, I don't know. <laughs> Making dyspepsia fashionable again. I think so. Yes. Bringing it back. Retro. Everything's that. retro. Everything's <laughs> retro. Well, we're going to jump into the hard-hitting questions. I hope you're prepared. Uh, here's question one. JP, what was your favorite beverage as a kid? Okay. So when I was thinking about this, I actually... Uh, I have like a bit of a complicated answer. And oh, the first really? part is like, I was like, does this count as a beverage? And what I mean by oh. that is, I used to like to drink Neo Citron as a child. <gasps> <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Sorry. So I mean, to my clarify, sister, they, didn't pump, they had to pump her stomach. <laughs> so, so to clarify, Neocitrin is, I, I mean, it's a medication used to treat cold yeah. and flu that has a yeah. bit of a like sleepy quality to it. And mm -hmm. as a child, I would get sick and then I would, as a treat, receive this su sweet tasting fluid that yeah. would put me to sleep. And so I loved, I loved Neocitrin. Now, to be clear, I didn't drink it all the time. And my parents <laughs> did police me. But they did police me around it. So they were like making sure that I wasn't, because um, it is a, it is an addictive substance. Um, but um, I loved it. That was my favorite. And then I, I was trying to think of like a second favorite that's maybe not, maybe less problematic. Um, I also really liked, you know, like they had the pink version of Orange Crush. It was like yes. it was like cream soda, I guess. Yeah, it was really soda. What it was called. yeah, I loved that. That was like I would drink maybe way too much of that. Like I would fill a glass, and then I would like sit in front of like Saturday morning cartoons, and then just like mainline sugar, <laughs> just like watch Transformers and you know all like Jam yeah. and like all all of all of the things. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I, I had a. Friend. I'm dating myself. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <But anyway laughs> I, I had a friend whose dad had like a cool den that had like a soda <gasps> machine. No, and we get yeah, we we go uh, for every time he had a birthday, we'd go and we'd watch like anime that because he'd rented on video cassettes back then. Mm. Uh, dating myself as well, yeah. <laughs> and we'd make soda like we'd take cream soda and then mix it 
with all of the other pops. Oh, wow. I mean, it's, it always just kind of tasted like cream soda because that's just the strongest <laughs> flavor. It was the most dominant flavor, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, Cause even when I think about like uh, ice cream floats from like childhood, mm-hmm. I feel like they always kind of tasted like cream soda. Like that was just kind of the dominant, yeah. like it just kind of, it canceled all other pops out because of the yeah. sweetness. <laughs> anyway, I want more of that. I actually, uh, first of all, I think the first answer, the Neo Citron answer, is going to be our most. I'm wondering if anyone's going to top that answer. <laughs> that is the best, and I love Neo Citron. I have to admit it. It was good. It was, I still, it, it, like, still is. I'm not. It gonna is lie. right. It's like sweet. it's like a, it's a treat. It's like it you're is. like always like a warm hug, yeah. and it tastes like lemony and sweet, and it's just like, and then you just yeah. you drink it, you feel and better, you and then you lose off. consciousness. <laughs> 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 You lose consciousness. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. question two. What... Thank you for this being a safe space, by the way, no, for me to talk about my neo-citron. Yeah. The neo-citron <laughs> habits are safe here. <laughs> um, what drink reminds you of your parents? Uh, so I would say for my with my mom, uh, Ovaltine. Is a drink that reminds me of my parents. Now, does that is that resonating at all? Ovaltine. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's a deep okay. cut. Ovaltine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, kind of like a. It was like almost like a hot chocolate of sorts, yeah. but like yeah. not sweet. Like it was like yeah. a, just like a. It was like a just a chocolate. Like it was just like a basic. <laughs> I don't my know. Dad I, some recently. I'm, oh really? I was gonna say my dad bought a thing of it. He decided to go off coffee. Oh, and all the team. I hijacked your answer. I'm sorry, Jamie. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, I actually feel I felt very supportive in you kind of coming on because I had this yeah. moment of worrying where I was like, I said Ovaltine and then I was like, there was kind of blank looks and I was like, oh no, what have I done? Like, I was like, I got the reaction from Ovaltine that I was expecting to get for Neo Citrin. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, oh no, like I did, I did something, except Ovaltine did something to somebody. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, I always wanted o- to like Ovaltine and I never liked it, yeah. but it just seemed like this cool vaguely american thing i don't even know we're in canada like i just it always seems sort of cool american yeah. to me yeah it's, I, yeah, yeah. it's, it's like the not Christmas special story. it's not really? special yeah. right no. like there's nothing flavorful about it and it's just no. i think it's almost more of a texture drink like it's like mm-hmm. kind of like a like again like a hot chocolate or like a like it, it you it, it feels that way to drink it but it's not mm-hmm. sweet I don't know. There's something, but my mom, anyway, she would drink it a lot. And I would, so when I was thinking, I was like, oh, that's like a very parent drink. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah. Ovaltine. Also, I feel like yeah. it kept you regular. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they could totally rebrand Ovaltine for the seniors market. <laughs> what do you, I think it was like oat drink or something like that. Yes. It was malt, wasn't it? It was like malt. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I feel like I feel like there was some kind of like when we talk about like medicinal drinks, I feel like that was something that was sold in some way as like being good for your digestive system, which is right. probably why my mom really liked it. It probably so, is. Yeah. You know, probably some benefit. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Here we go. This is a big question. Coffee or tea? 
or or neither or neither. E- easy, <laughs> easy, easy, easy. It's coffee, a hundred percent. I I can't function without coffee. I I did try. There was like a six month period in my life where I quit coffee, and I had yeah, I had I was drinking green tea instead. Oh my god! And I will say it was the healthiest six months of my life. Like I was like. Like my skin was glowing and like, I was like, like full of, like I was full of like, I felt like I was very full of ideas and like I was exercising. Yeah. I was like all the antioxidants had like taken out whatever impurities were in my system. Um, But then I uh, snuck a coffee one morning because like I was at work and someone had the coffee out and I took one sip of it and I was more productive in that morning than I had been in the previous six months. And I was like, that's it. I, I, I have to coffee. I'm sorry. You win. <laughs> you win. Maybe you just wrote four episodes. What happened? Okay. <laughs> right? Immediately, I was like, wow. Like, I'm like, I'm a better person on coffee. So I was probably uh, less insufferable. I think, yeah, I think we all are. Now, big question. How do you take your coffee? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say I usually take it with like a splash of either like regular milk or oat milk, no sugar. Mm-hmm. No That's sugar. like my, my vibe. I can't do it black. Black is like too, no. um, I do. it like, I, I mean, I admire that's pretty hardcore. Thank you. I feel like when you meet somebody who just drinks their coffee black, you're like, whoa, don't mess with that person. <laughs> right. That's because like it's, 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 oh, it is, it yeah. is grown up coffee. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I, I'm not a coffee drinker, but I, I mean, I did drink it in university because, you know, it was in the nineties and you had to, and I was like, I'll have a double frappe latte thing <laughs> with, a twist. Like, with like the size of my head. Um, but like I've had non-American roasts, like, like roasts that are done differently. And yeah. it's actually, I'm like, They're- oh, I can see why people drink this. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, just like yeah. that Starbucks and Tim Hortons, you kind of like, they roast the flavor out of, out of the yeah. coffee. Yeah, I feel like the flavor of coffee, at least this is what I found, the older you get, the more you appreciate, like, the nuances of the flavor of it. Yeah. Whereas, like, again, when I was in high school, I would go to, like, the Tim Hortons across the street, and I would get that, like, French vanilla one, which was basically yeah. just hot chocolate with caffeine in it, <laughs> you know? And I was like, and I was like, oh, co-, like that was my gateway, really, truly into coffee. But it was, um, it wasn't coffee, right? Like, whereas right, now yeah. I feel like I have an appreciation, and also there's a pretentious culture around coffee too, which is kind of yes. fun or annoying, depending on who you talk to. Oh, absolutely! It's funny you mentioned like drinking coffee, like you know, in university or or high school. I started drinking coffee in my 30s, um, long before. Uh, you know, I had like, I had no interest in it. I was like a green tea girl. I used to work at CBC on a show called Royal Canadian Air Force. And I was like, each morning I had green tea or water and everyone on the show was like, how can you not drink the coffee? I'm like, I've never had coffee. It wasn't until I was about 32 did I have my first cup of coffee and dude, I'm hooked. (laughs) (laughs) What what I want to know is what was the turning point for you? Like, what was the thing that made you want to have your first coffee? This may sound ridiculous, but uh, I got burnt out in TV. Shocker. Um, and I I left the industry and I started waitressing and I worked at a diner that serves very good Greek coffee. And I was like, where has this magic juice been my entire life? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it yes. was 
I started waitressing in my in my 30s and I started drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you appreciated it because of that, again, yeah. that Greek coffee, like the, the attention to detail, the specific yeah. flavor, probably the presentation of it was really attractive. Like those things that I feel as you get yeah. older, you appreciate more, right? You're like, oh, like <laughs> this is like, I don't know, there's like a kind of a specialness, like a bit of a, a thing around this beverage, the magic liquid, that magic fluid, yeah. right? It's like, so yeah. interesting. I, you just reminded me, my, my parents, drink coffee and I yeah. I didn't drink coffee till teachers college and then and now I drink it but very once in a while my parents would drink uh Turkish coffee Ooh. and then you do the thing have you ever done that thing and then you there's a little bit of sort of mud at the bottom yes and then they would swirl the cup and flip it upside down yeah and then wait till it kind of dried out and then knowledgeable people read the cup yes to see the fortune my mother loves that (laughs) i see money i see money in the cup (laughs) okay i see dirt in the cup but whatever i feel like there is a whole thing and i was gonna say like i feel like i i once went to a um, like I guess psychic seer of sorts who mm-hmm. did a reading using that method <gasps> and I remember being like so like mystified and I was like oh no like again that whole process of it and everything and yeah. then I remember like I can't remember at the time they were like oh and you're gonna like marry like a, a like a beautiful woman and I was like immediately like eh, not real <laughs> like, <I was> like, <laughs> sorry I'm pretty gay so <laughs> where does it say that you in are my wrong. Cup? Uh, no. Is there? Are you sure there's not a penis in there? Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you can hopefully bleep that out. Yeah, oh no, it's going in. It's, it's going in. This, this is gold. Okay. Do you say soda, pop, or soda pop? Pop, definitely yeah. pop. Yeah, I don't. I like. I feel like. Um, when I've traveled to the U.S., I've heard mm-hmm. soda. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never heard anyone say soda pop. Like, I don't think I've ever heard someone, like, say to me, hey, do you want a soda pop? Like, I've never heard it. Uh, I've heard, like, in Little Rascals from the 1930s. <laughs> uh, that's about it. Yeah. Okay. Hey there, do you want a soda pop? <laughs> Right, like that. I, that makes yeah, that makes sense to me. But I just like I just I'd never I'd never in the wild like interacted with another human yeah, being. I was like, pay attention to that. Now. Have you heard soft drink? Yes, I have heard okay. soft drink. But like on planes, like I feel like that was a thing. Yes. That, like you'd be on a plane or you'd be on a like form of transit, like a boat or a like a train. Someone would say to you, "Would you like a soft drink?" Right? Do you need alcohol or do you want this baby? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The hard drink. The soft mm-hmm. drink. Yes. Agreed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and what is your, this is the last hard hitting question. What's your favorite pop? I would say, so I, this is like a tough one for me. <laughs> I've, I've just been like sitting, like thinking about these questions, like mulling, just thinking about pops and like <laughs> intense detail and all of these like memories, flavor memories coming back. Um, I feel like I've done a pivot recently. So for the longest time, I would have said uh, that I was very much into 
ginger ale. <laughs> like I really like ginger ale. Like I felt like it was like it felt yeah, it just feels like a sensible pop. It feels like a pop of like of maturity. Like you've come to this place in your life where you still want the sweetness, you want the bubbles, but you want something that'll settle your stomach. Right. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. kind of like anyway, so I, I would say that. However, um in the last couple of weeks I've been really falling back in love with root beer. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I, I love going to A&W where they have the chilled glasses and you get like yes. the big chilled. And it's just, there's something have so much Have you had the frozen than... root beer? No. That's another no. experience. That? That's taking root beer. It's like a root beer. It's like a slush. Slushy. <sighs> and it is heaven. <laughs> I think, I think, I think a new addiction will begin for me. <laughs> no more Neo-Citrin. <laughs> how, how do you feel about ginger beer? Mm. As opposed to I do, ginger I do, I do it's really good. like ginger beer. I feel like ginger beer, though, is like, it is very potent, right? Yes, so it is yes, that thing of like, like, mm-hmm. I'll like it, I might like it in a cocktail, or I might like it by itself on a very, in a very particular circumstance mm-hmm. but i feel like ginger ale is a more versatile drink right yeah. like you can have ginger ale kind of whenever and whereas i feel like ginger beer you kind of want to sit with it you want to appreciate it it's usually stronger on the palate right like it's more it burns a little more yeah, yeah. I belch more yeah you also belch more. <laughs> I, I, mean, I was like you're cut, cutting to the chase i mean i was really wow. that's really what i wanted to say so thank you Oh my gosh. Well, this has been a delight. Um, we are, we usually like keep a tally on past episodes. We've said, oh, we've got so many people on Team Pancake or Team Awful. But so far, uh, the lead is, is the answer is pop for what people say when they yeah. refer to this non-alcoholic beverage. So episode one, you are in the lead, friend. Um, <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> the answer. Um, and friends, tune in next time. We're going to find out what our other guests say. Uh, this has been a delight, JP. Where can folks find you on socials and find out what you are up to? Uh, well, I mean, my name is basically my handle on all forms of social media. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter uh, or X or whatever it's called now. <laughs> uh, or Blue Sky. Anyway, every form of social media that you can imagine. If there's an at JP LaRock, that is me. I Hopefully, unless there's a weird form of social media and someone's pretending to be me, which <laughs> let me know. But otherwise, it should be me anyway. So, Go back to that Yeah, you can find me there. Not you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that my MySpace, no. And also maybe don't look up MySpace because I'm sure whatever I was doing back then was tragic and I don't want to associate it with me anymore. <laughs> well, um, but yeah. Amazing. We are so thrilled that you came to join us uh, to kick off a new season and friends will listen, uh, listen, stay tuned for the next one. Uh, I'm just all over my words right now. <laughs> I'm thinking of root beer, frozen root beer. It's it tongue tying. Powerful. Powerful. <laughs> See you next order up. <laughs> <laughs> I am joined today with the most amazing, wonderful, absolutely delightfully good person in the world. It's my wife, Heather Davidson. Hi. Uh, Okay, two questions for you. Do you like ice in your pop? It depends on where I'm having the pop. We're talking home pop? Well, home pop or (laughs) soda pop from outside of the home. Outside of the house, it has to have ice. 
At home, I don't care. Okay, and what is your favorite pop? Fountain Diet Pepsi. Okay, why Fountain Diet Pepsi? Because uh, it tastes watered down and it's not that fizzy. All right, thanks very much. You're welcome. Order Up is hosted and produced by Matt Ardill, Mary Kennedy, Larry Hayne, Kelly Zemeckis, and original music is by Rebecca McDonald.